Yes, guys, welcome back to Masterson's Music Room. On this week's podcast, we have local star boy Rio Tishan. Rio is known for his standout sound. Having only been DJing for a short amount of time, he's already had some unbelievable experiences and played some memorable shows. Thankfully, he's given us a great insight into his career so far and the future, and this is how it went. Yes, guys, welcome back to Masterson's Music Room. Today, I'm here with Rio. How you doing, Rio? I'm all good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for joining me today. Pleasure as always. Good. So what have you been up to? Just besides work and trying to make music, that's about it. Like yeah. Not much else can do. Just been sorting out your music, ready for, for the events and the festivals for when exactly. it's open. Exactly that. You know what? Through this whole year period, there's been so much music that I've found yeah. that by the time that like, I've actually got such a catalogue of them, the, but it's so large that I've forgotten some of the ones that I started, like that I found last year. <laughs> Got too many. Going, exactly, going through it all again. It's just, but I'm just preparing, preparing for the comeback. It's all we can. Getting do, ready. Really. No, you know good. excellent. So, what what made you get into the music industry in the first place? It just it just kind of always suddenly happened because like I did, like before probably about two three years ago I was I was literally every goal in life was to be become an investment banker right so and or stockbroker yeah so literally every life choice i made to that point whether it be like like school education things that i was doing what after school was all towards to go into banking like i did work experience in on like 24 of the barclays building in canary wharf but then right. all of a all of a sudden yeah like three years ago i just Started, um, I think I went to a festival or something, I don't know, and I just like, I want to yeah. do that. I just mm. did a whole 180. Yeah. Asked, asked, asked my father for some decks and he sort, sorted me out. And yeah. ever since then, just, just been done it from mixing. There. Yeah. No, good. And um, like, influential wise, would you say like your your dad helped you or is there like other people? Who, who would you say is like most influential to you? You know what? See, that that's the thing with like how I first started because obviously, my my father being my father, yeah. Um, I was gonna, I was contemplating getting into drum and bass rather than house, and it was really once I was, I was dibbing and dabbing. I didn't know what I wanted to do, mm. but it was only it was after um, I was at a, an event that he was playing at, and I was I think it might have been Carnival, actually. Yeah, and um, you got the likes of like people like like. Like big big promoters saying that they'll they'll oh they'll give me a set yeah yeah but the thing is they they hadn't heard me play yeah didn't know what I'm like I haven't played anywhere else and I thought yeah. you know what I feel like I'm only getting this because of Randall because of my yeah mother. yeah mm-hmm. so I went down the house route because I knew I had to do all my own graft and if people are really gonna come and watch me play it's because I've uh, like it's not just because of I'm the son of Randall. Yeah, you got your it's own. The fact, it's the fact. Exactly, it's the fact that they they want to come hear me play. Yeah, because I, that's what that's who I am. So that's what kind of he. Is, I wouldn't really say is influential, is an influence on me or how I play. However, yeah. I do like watch some of the ways that he he plays and take some influence into that. I feel like a main influence probably, Honey Dijon, just yeah. the way that how she can dip in and out of funk, house, techno, like with ease and the use of acapellas, everything's just fun. You can see, when, especially when you're watching her, like 
it's so Definitely. you can feel the enjoyment that she's having and it just recipro- yeah. gets reciprocated onto the crowd and like it's very big like i, I really like that a lot it's well we saw at ministry of sound didn't we when we went i know mate i was, the whole room was cruising. <laughs> yeah. i was loving it did not leave to remember the first song that she played it was i've had that song in my life in my yeah. in my record box for the since i first started and i had yeah. yet to hear shouting out the uh, the masters at work dub yeah. i lo- oh, i haven't heard it once been played out and we i, I was having, out having a cigarette and then as we were out having a cigarette as we come in yeah, she starts yeah. playing just as her set starts start playing <laughs> it and i think i think that's the first time i've screamed in a club like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. at the top of my mouth Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Well, but I remember like the whole atmosphere in there, the way she controlled the room and everything. You can see why people have that opinion of it. I know, it. like people, people were crouching down at one point. She got the whole, <laughs> the whole, whole room crouching down at one point. It was crazy. Everyone going yeah. down. No, good. And definitely be seeing her over the summer as well. I think there's a oh, few, few different 100%. events like that. And we've sort of gotten into the music, like you said, about three years ago. Was it DJing the route you wanted to go down or like producing? Was there one side that you wanted to go down more than the other? Yeah, it was definitely DJing to start with and things have just progressed from there. I feel like the, I'm very obsessive. Yeah. So I think you have once to I, though, I think. Yeah, I, I, I see I'm 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 not nowhere near big time yet to have a proper like, yeah, you gotta be this, you gotta do that. <laughs> yeah. But for, for, but it's definitely benefited me because because I'm so obsessive, if I latch on to, I latch on to something that I like and I just won't do it non-stop and that's what happened with the DJing yeah. every morning every every time I got a chance I was on the decks learning how to how everything works which then made me look for so much music get such a knowledge of all types of music yeah. which then has helped me f- further on now with my what I got an opportunity to be part of the team at CR2 Records from yeah. just just from that from Three years, like if I take it two or three years beforehand, I would have no, I wouldn't think I'm in like in a part of the A&R team, part of the label team, no, at a record label. I think I'd be in a bank somewhere like yeah. doing some <laughs> yeah. stocks. Like, so it's, 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 it's been a big benefit of like the obsessions that I get with it. But it is to start with, it was just, it was just DJing. Definitely. And, it just and with the A&R stuff, like is, do you, is that what you do sort of on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's I do quite. It's not. I don't just do the A and R with the team. Like I'm part of the yeah. sample tools as well, and also like I just help write any little bits that need being done at the label. I do that as well. But it's I like, suppose trying to get as much experience as you can. Yeah, that, that's it exactly. Like I'm getting so much experience in so many different fields of hmm. the label and ha- like. So obviously, I do a little bit. That I sort out some of the demos then yeah. with the sample tools. I'm going through some of the packs, sorting those out, which are really cool. Talking with artists, like um, getting there because obviously they've got a sample. That they've got an artist series going on where they've just released on um, what's it called like eats everything. They've got eats everything doing yeah. packs. Lardo, they've done purple disco machine, Moose Tea. So I like it's like been a tight. Like I've get, get to so go big through names them, and you can learn a lot. Yeah, from big names. Well, I think exactly because I'm I'm going through these packs. And I'm like, oh right, and like it's it's just just by going through them like you it just gives you ideas because obviously when you listen to music that gives you yeah. ideas and like it just it's just really helps with like creativity like it's a it's a touch really yeah 
No, definitely. And I suppose, because how, what are you at the moment? 21, 22? I'm 22 now, yeah. Yeah, no. exactly. So, the, no, not at all. So, the experience <laughs> that you've already gained and the years ahead is just going to only get better and better. Yeah, that's the, that's what I'm hoping for. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Definitely. So, we've like <laughs> doing it over the last few days. You've obviously done little shows, you've done some big shows. Opening for Bob Sinclair at Egg, would you say that one stands out? What was it like doing that one? You know what? It, it was that was definitely one that stands out the most. It's the fact that, um, I feel like so obviously I've opened up the first hour and it's Kid Cream yeah. and Bob Sinclair all night long. So I've opened up, I've loved it. Like it was still filling out, but filling the, the people wise are still filling out, but I've yeah. loved every moment and I've, and I've finished and then I've just got, got a bit celebrated after, you know, so <laughs> got in the crowd and just was loving it. Like getting, yeah, just you know, you know what happens. Just, just absolutely loving it. <laughs> enjoying the party. Enjoying that's the right. Enjoying the party. <laughs> and then I'm I'm out in the club, and then the promoter Ali, very nice guy, um, very good friend of mine. He um he said, oh, come upstairs. Like, can we meet Pop Sinclair? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm a, I, wait, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit drunk. I've dr- dr- a bit drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah bit drunk smashed mm-hmm. like I say a bit I was smashed yeah and I'm like right he wants to meet you so I'm like right alright then stumbling up the stairs and I'm there and obviously his friends he's like oh uh, I think it'd be good uh, for you to as I was saying it'd be good for you to finish off my set like the last half an hour 45 minutes I was like right <laughs> get yourself back together <laughs> alright so now I'm there getting down at the bar can I have like four waters just seeing them off <laughs> trying to get trying to get sober again because I've never never once DJ'd drunk like I've always been completely sober yeah no whilst I'm doing it so I was like yeah. and if this is bearing in mind like opening was already surreal for me anyway but now I'm genuinely going to follow up from Bob St. Clair yeah, yeah, like the pressures which was crazy <laughs> and it was all I would I had no clue this it was all suddenly last minute on the night that they decided to do this so I was like, I need to sober myself up because this is the time. These take you got to take your, those opportunities, and you need to perform at those points. So I was like, this is when I got to do it. So I just got to sort myself out really quickly. Look in the mirror, sort yourself up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the toilet, holding the sink, like you're ready. No. Yeah, yeah, this is go time. <laughs> yeah, you know that. <laughs> no, and it, how how did you get that gig? Was it from when we were at Egg the time before? Yeah, so we were up in the up in the loft. For on the playing for on the floor, yeah. and I um I, I had the last set. I was supposed to do four to five, mm. and um you know what? All night long, it'd been just straight tech house. The main yeah, room's yeah. tech house. The basement, I don't think, was open. No, yeah, I remember because I've got because I got so many. Like I said from earlier, I said because I got so much influence from different types of music. Like I got a lot of funky. I got house. I got techno, yeah. I got, I love it all. I was like, you know what? I can't just do another hour of the exact same thing that we've heard. Because yeah, yeah. personally for me, like just very personal, personally for me, I feel like Tech House is very, very similar in the sense like there's not like to each, each song, obviously each song sounds different, but yeah. like 
after like you're there because bearing in mind we were there from the start because we were watching um Tom yeah, and Jack yeah, weren't we so we were, <laughs> yeah. as soon as the doors opened so, the like, door. we've done like what like six seven hours just straight yeah, yeah. straight so I was like and all sorts. <laughs> exactly so I got I got um I got the the boys who were on before me just to speed it up I, I love I love playing fast so I sped it up a little bit to like 132 132 bpm and I was just gonna do I just decided to do a big mix of house techno and um and disco just i was like you know what ha- it, like honey dj i'm gonna do it i'm, I'm gonna try i'm gonna try it at this at this Definitely. point so i was going in like taking through taking everyone through the motions in that first hour but it's yeah. like, like dropping songs like teardrops but then bringing in like a, a like a big like techno techno chat like, was a mixture middle, of everything the mixture like just keeping it like flowing and I feel like because I dance myself, like whilst I'm playing, when I start yeah. getting knackered, that's the time where you like <laughs> maybe put a like a disco track or something. And then when you've got your breath back, start yeah. hitting them again. And what happened was that the room after the first hour, the room actually was so busy that Ali said that they um, that they want to keep the room open for another hour. So now it's yeah. getting so I'm like, all right, then like. And so then, obviously, just and carried now we've on been playing for about eight to nine been, hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've been there a while now. We've been there a while. And so we're just playing. We're playing, 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 and playing, and playing. And then it turns out that we managed to get more people in that room at that night than the main room when it come to the to six o'clock. So they decided to keep our room open, the the, the loft yeah. open, yeah, keep yeah, me right. playing <laughs> till till that till the end of the night. So I was like, mm. all, all, all right then. Yeah. Just having it off. Like my first night ever um like I call I say it's a, one of the big clubs of London. It's first yeah, time definitely. ever playing in what playing in one of those and my hour set turned into three hours and then three hours. Funny enough, like my, my friend the next day, my friend Reese he goes, oh, you're a bit busy when you're on the decks, but um, this guy gave me gave me his number to give to you. So I was like, I, I didn't I didn't have a clue who it was at the time because yeah, Reece, yeah. He, he had no clue what was going on. He was no, just, no, he'd he been there for the same the, exactly. time we had. So. <laughs> he just took the he just took the number and gave it to me the next day. So yeah. I, like half of me was saying, oh, what's the point? Don't text it. You don't know who the hell it is. And yeah, the other but, one was like, but you also don't know who the hell it is, so like you might as well text it. So take the risk. I just yeah, yeah. took the risk, text him. It turns out it was one of the main promoters, main promoters of Egg, and he was like, like really liked how I was going in and out, kept it funky, yeah. got vocals, got acapellas, and he wanted to book me for the for the main Did room it. for Bob Sinclair, like in the following. No next month i was like yeah, so i remember we we went there a few times didn't we in the space of that few yeah. weeks because we done that part and then we went up there and the poster was there with your name on yeah yeah we were... see that was really surreal like seeing yeah. like because obviously i've seen i've seen like flyers um on like when on social media with my name on it but this is like physical like i can i took one home i got him to give me one i took one home <laughs> oh yeah i framed it like it, it was, was now good but you have to sort of keep the memories from that because i remember as soon as we walked in we went up to that floor and the big poster was there bob yeah. sinclair and then you under it and just think yeah yeah that's when you know yeah that that was a, that was a good point i love that no good and it's only gonna it's only gonna go on from there so like obviously now like you've had the experience with the dj and obviously that's just gonna progress like i know that you now produce as well is the the aim to release tracks as well a hundred percent like i said earlier like i'm very obsessive so yeah yeah but i'm i'm obsessive but i'm very impatient so for about the last past year i've been dipping and in and out of 
making music, but because it hadn't, each time that I did it, it hadn't picked up. Yeah. I just, I've discarded it. I was like, right, not doing it. Right, and okay. because I was too impatient, I wanted to be good at it straight away. And obviously that's yeah. not something that happens, no. especially with something like this. But after all these times of going in and out, recently was the first time it actually clicked. Yeah. And then in a week I made like two, three tracks, like solid, just in and out. They're pretty, pretty decent tracks. And I've actually sent it to someone one a DJ that's get, gets quite played gets played like all the time on um on Radio One, Annie Mac, Tony Howard, they love him. And um and so I initially just sent it to him, sent this track mm. that I made to be in case he wanted to play it at some point and he actually replied saying that um he'd like me to like cut it up a bit more because I love sampling. It's my little yeah. thing. He was like cut it up okay. more cut it up more and like just add this there and then I want like, to see how that sounds and so I did it and then he said that he really liked it and he's gonna wants to put it on a on a compilation album for, on his label so right, hopefully okay. that so uh, got, uh, so hopefully that will come out sometime in August I think good love that. Love see that it shows like the hard work that you're doing even like after you've like made loads discarded them got rid of them then you start to see the progress that you are actually making yeah it was just so it's so suddenly clicked like i've got so many crap half ideas in my yeah. in my on my hard drive but it's just that one week a few weeks ago it just suddenly clicked and like it's just i feel like that's what it is not that i've not i know the ins and outs of, of producing or anything right now like it's yeah. still i'm still learning a lot but it's got to a point where I'm, I can make somewhat of a song and it sounds fairly professional in a set. Like, I okay. don't know this word. Do you know what I mean? Like, before yeah. I was making tracks, I was like, I can't imagine anyone playing this, but I'm making tracks now where I'm like, I could pitch myself yeah. playing this now. So that's that's kind of a good feeling about it. And did you sort of, did you watch videos or did you just sort of, was it self Oh, yeah. No, nah, it definitely was not self. There's this guy called, I think, on YouTube, I think his name's like Julian Earl or something. Got a really no. funny voice. He's from America, and he does. <laughs> he, he's got. Um, he has so many videos on YouTube. On so basically, which I found it really good this way because to get an understanding of what thing do, things do on because I use Ableton. Right. Um, to get an understanding of what things do, and um, he po he posts like a track like. 30 seconds of a track that he's made yeah um and like the the name of each video will be like how to make a track like like dennis salter how to make a track like melody something like oh, that so, so it's very that very specific exactly so not that you should like obviously you want to be creating your own sound and stuff like that but for now yeah. i just wanted to be able to know what each thing does how it works so he go he will make a track that similar to it or like a loop of a track that's similar to the style of these artists and then he'll run through everything that he's done to make that track so like i understand so you understand what compression is what side chain is all things like that and it really helped me because then it from learning that i was able to make a track myself using th th techniques that he's, he's did that he showed right. on the thing so that that's one thing that really helped me when i was starting to learn and when you sit down, do you sort of have an idea of what you want to do already or do you just sort of see what sounds good and just go from there? I have done, but it never goes like that. 
I, no. I, have an, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm going to make. I, I, want it, yeah. like, I have an idea in my head. Mm. But then, or like, like, no, I wouldn't even say an idea. Like, I have, like, one, if you're building a house, I've got a brick. I've got one brick, that's the idea, and then you develop it on. I've got an idea of how I want to develop it, but then it just doesn't go that way whatsoever. Things come yeah. in, I change my mind, delete things. But it's cool. just, just see how it goes. I feel like when I've tried, I feel like the times where I've tried to make something specific it never really works like no. for me yeah because it's still early doors for me but it, it's um it's never really worked and i'd end up not liking it but for instance for that track that i've made that should hopefully be coming out around august i just yeah started started with the with the sample and just ha i didn't have an idea of how i wanted it i just was mess messing around with it and it turned out to be exactly it turned out to be one of the better tracks that i've ever made so far because I think it's like similar to to planning sets. Because like that, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you do you plan for sets like you would if you would sit down and make a tune? Because I think some people they just whack fifty to hundred songs on a memory stick and see what the crowd's doing. And some people would just whack twenty songs on a memory stick and that's the set playlist. Like, what yeah, is there a sort the, of thing that you would do? I did at the start. I when I first started, I had a set plan of what mm. I'm going to play, set order, and yeah. I think it was I think it was like the second time in into DJing and then I had that I had this order of what I'm playing the songs that the person before me played one of the songs that I was oh, gonna play so that it messed up my whole order so from that point I and then I was speaking to my to to Randall my father he was um saying how like if you plan for plan things like you're not really reading the crowd and like that yeah. made so much sense so now like and ever since then, I take my whole library. I've got a like, I've got a, like a terabyte, yeah, terabyte memory <laughs> stick, terabyte memory stick. Because the thing is, I don't know how uh, what I'm going to play at all. Because the thing is, I still I've still I've got my sound that I like to go down, but I still I, I still cater a little bit. The thing is, I'm not going to go into heavy tech. I'm not going to go like quite heavy if it's quite. Yeah. If it's not that, but like I can tell, no, I can no, tell no, from a crowd if they're gonna rate it going a bit harder. Yeah, and so I, but I don't know what it's gonna be like until I get there. Yeah, and I don't know, depending on what time I'm playing or something like that. So I just take my whole library and I just, I just wing it, and it seems to pay Let's off. Go from there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, it, it seems to, to pay off. Well, so far, <laughs> <laughs> is there, is there like a? the same song that you like you have a favorite song of all time that you like want to play out or one that you're saving or like what song that stands uh, out for you like just over over history of music there, there there's so many i'll get so i've got so much influence yeah with so many sounds i love old uk like 19 1980s soul like i love it i yeah, love it yeah. i'm like funk like i love the proper all those... stuff <laughs> is that like, like like it's just proper like the sit when the synth the synth bass first coming out when you've got donna sound like all that i love it <laughs> yeah but um you know there's one song that i've wanted to play out for so long but it's one of those tracks that you just got to find the time like it's got to be at the right time at the yeah. right place so i haven't been mm -hmm. lucky enough to play yet but that's um it's floor plans, uh, the rework of Never Grow Old. Right. That track is it's like it's got a sick vocal, but it's quite it's, it's a pretty it's heavy. It's quite techno, but it's just everywhere I've played so far, 
it's just now I just don't feel like it's been right to play it yet. That's one try. No, you, and cause, I think cause, every, I dip every in, DJ has that. Yeah, because mm. I dip in and out of like heavy, like goes from funky to house to te- to te- like because I dip in, it's still like I might dip into that right time, like right right air space where I could play it. But to me, I'm like it, the moment's not special enough for me to play yeah. that. And that when I play, I like to just the big thing about me. That's why I go in and out is I like to. When I'm playing, I'm trying to just show my my love for my my style of music, the styles yeah. that I love. That's why I play mm. so many different as well because I'm just showing you my personality through the music I play. Really, that's how I describe it. Yeah, because another way where you've done that was it a hideout festival that you've done? Yeah, man. A, yeah, a few I was years doing ago, a couple of years ago for uh, Deep Vibes. My, my my good mate Aaron, he yeah. runs it. He uh, he asked me to come play down, and I was I was ecstatic. Me, me, Reese, and my friend Casey, we all went down, yeah. flew over, and it was the first time I ever had my um, had like been on a big, big stage like above the crowd, and yeah. with like big LED screen behind me with my name on it. It was crazy, yeah. and at the time I was still I was still figuring out what I wanted to play, so I was doing a bit more tech house then. But that, it was probably at this point where I was like feeling like I definitely want to drop disco here and there because I love it. Yeah, yeah. And I was just mid set. There's about there's about close to a thousand people in front of me. Biggest yeah, crowd, biggest that. crowd I've played <laughs> to so far. Of course. And literally been quite he- like been quite going through the tech house like proper ear going in. Then all of yeah. a sudden, I just dropped love come down, and. Like literally, it was so the feeling was mad because I was able to pretty much just turn the channel off, turn the volume down, and have everyone singing it back. Like yeah. that was surreal. Like a thousand people just scream, like belting their the lungs out to the music that I'm playing. Even though it's not even my, it's not my song, but I the no. fact that I just played it and, I, and it's like you know when you you remember those like your school parties, like house parties <laughs> when someone's got the orcs cable, you know, and like you're on the orcs. Your time yeah. to shine. You put that tune on. That one every, tune on. Everyone starts singing like that. <laughs> how you know how gassed you start feeling? That yeah. was that feeling right there when I did that. And uh, ever since then, I've been dropping disco, funk, everything yeah. in between my sets because I, 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 I'd never got like a a high like that from anything else in my life. So. That's, and it gives you that inspiration, it. like, and then you come back from there, you feel more inspired, and then you get you more gigs, and you just feel like hundred from it from there. 100%. Good. And, and like with doing things like that, is there an aim or like a goal of like festival that you do want to play at in the future? Like, is there one festival? Is it just try and get as many as possible? It is. It is honestly get as. I just love playing. Like, I don't care where I play, whether it's to five people or mm-hmm. to a thousand people. Like, honestly, every set I do is I put everything in. Because the thing is, I don't know who's, who's going to be there. I've done a set to, to 10 people. And that's got me a job. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know where, what's going to come next. Like, who's in what crowd? So I put 100% in. But there, if there is one thing, there is always one been one thing that I'd love to do. Yeah. And that is a boiler room. I don't care where. Oh, okay. I don't care where. <laughs> I don't care what. We'll organise one. We'll get one going. So all I, need, I just want to do a boiler room. I think that yeah. is, is sick. Good. The atmosphere and everywhere around boiler room. You know that. People behind you. People in front of you, people on your left and right. Like, it's just mad. No, good, definitely. That is something to aim for as well. So with everything now 
opening up hopefully there's the aim festivals end of june what's the bookings looking like you, you got a few things lined up yeah i've got a few things I've, I've got one on the 21st of june yeah which will be fun up at my uni as so nice. headlining headlining this little club called bar 11 that'll be good um also got i'm doing an after party in nottingham this on the weekend on the 26th yeah Okay. For for Latinum, then on the twenty seventh on the Sunday, Basin House, then <laughs> yeah, you know that, and then what's the, then you got a couple on the floor festival which is coming yeah. up. What else have I got? I've got yeah, just loads. This got Vida Alta, which will be wicked. That's on the Bank Holiday May. I love yeah. those guys, and they've always looked after me. Yeah, that'll be really good yeah. down at Trent Park. But yeah, they just you know what? Since things started opening and things are getting closer and closer, like it's like the floodgates are coming, like more, like more, and get more and more bookings as we go. And I'm just definitely excited. To be, I don't excited to be playing because, like I said earlier, I've got so much music I'm ready to share. Yeah, this month uh, I reckon the amount of money I've spent just on tickets just I'm um, missed out on the lot oh yeah, yeah. rinse me rinse everything me. in there <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, but you know what no hesitation whatsoever just take no. the money but you know it's like that guy on bloody Instagram that said I'd rather whether they go on or off or if they're off I'd rather have a ticket for something 100%. that goes that doesn't go on than not have a ticket that to something that does no. happen no, yeah. definitely. Needs, I'm sure that. I'm going to be be seeing you around. We'll be going to a few parties. We'll be going to a few events and oh, you know, that, like mate, that. I'm not leaving the dance floor. I'll go from <laughs> one to the other. Like <laughs> I'm not leaving. Good. Make no, up for lost time. Oh yeah, good. you know me. I don't. I don't stop partying. Nah, good. So excellent. So with everything that you've answered there, it's definitely going to give the listeners a great insight to what you've been doing and and to the future of your career. So Thank thanks you, for joining me, and uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers, bro. Thank you. Catch you in a bit, bro.